Podcast. It's Build a Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters. I'm David Hooper. This is the audio edition of my weekly newsletter. That is at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. This is what we're going to be covering. Spider-Man, the superhero who almost didn't happen. Don't host a podcast like this. Podcast editor Descript buys recording service Squadcast. This will help your guest mic problem. Create an online radio podcast network. Touch grass. I've got some classified ads for you, things that I think will help your podcast. If you want to follow along in the written version, that is at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. This episode brought to you by Riverside.fm. 70,000 people and companies use it. If you're looking for remote recording for your guest interviews, Riverside.fm is a great option because of the unbelievably high recording quality, regardless of your or your guest internet connection. That's because it records locally. Then it uploads the files to the cloud. It's just like being in the same room. It's very intuitive, very easy to use. Your guests don't need to install anything. You simply send them a web link, opens up in the Chrome browser. Your guest is automatically transported to the online Riverside studio. The guest doesn't have a computer? Well, you can do it from an iPhone, audio and video. I want you to try it out. Go to riverside.fm. They'll give you a couple hours for free. Take a look at it, see if it works for you. It's probably enough to do an interview or two. Riverside.fm. And here's the discount code if you want to stick around. Big podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's Riverside.fm. The discount code, big podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Because I'm going from article to article to article, hitting these very quickly, one after another, you're going to hear this sound in between. That's how you know when to turn the page. You can follow along, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. You ready? Here we go. Spider-Man, the superhero who almost didn't happen. You know Spider-Man, but what you may not know is that this character was almost completely scrapped. Here's why. The publisher, they were called Timely Comics at the time. They're now known as Marvel. They didn't think a teenager should be the main hero. Here's the deal. Founder of the company, Martin Goodman, he told creator Stan Lee, he said, a hero can't be a teenager. A teenager can only be a sidekick. Of course, he was wrong. We know that now. Spider-Man, one of the biggest superheroes ever. If you look at the top 10 list of superheroes of all time, you know, Spider-Man almost always in the top three. And I bring this up to say that sometimes ideas are ahead of their time. Your podcast may be one of those. Fortunately, with podcasting, we don't have a publisher that we need to convince. That filter is gone. The only filter we've got right now, listeners. We've got to convince them. But if you've got some momentum on your podcast, you can get more if you reach enough people. That's what this episode is about. That's what bigpodcast.com is about. If you want more thoughts on that, keep listening. Don't host a podcast like this. I've got a video linked. You know where? Have I said this? Newsletter.bigpodcast.com? Yeah, right there. This is a video of me in the studio in 2010. Not bad, it's not even awkward, but there are a couple things that I think are worth looking at. I could have done them better. I think they will help you with your podcast. The first, let me describe this video. I record in, it's probably an eight by eight room. So we've got 64 square feet to work with. In this video, you see me and an artist named Butterfly Boucher. You might not know the name. She plays with Sarah McLaughlin now. She's had a lot of success as a sideman playing for her. 
But she's also done her own stuff. Anyway, she was in to talk about her album called Scary Fragile. And you do not see the other people in this 64 square feet of space. I've got an engineer. I've got a producer. And I've got the video guy. So there are five people in a very tiny room. You see me standing. And one of the reasons that I was standing was because there were five people in a very tiny room. I'm more or less right up against the wall because there was no room for me to have a chair. Butterfly has a chair. My engineer has a chair. Producer has a chair. Cameraman, he's standing up with me. We work out of a production room at the time, didn't think much about comfort. And that's why I bring this up. That's why I want you to see this video. You see us crammed in there with a ton of stuff, butterflies up against the other wall. Again, this is an eight by eight room. So I could reach out and touch her. She could reach out and touch me. <laughs> We're on separate ends of the room, but not that far off. She's got her guitar in there. We've got that mic'd up. It's just a really tight space. We didn't think much of it because we're doing audio only, more or less. This is something for broadcast radio. A podcast version of it also goes out. And it doesn't matter. You hear it and you hear us talking. She's great and I'm okay. You know, again, it wasn't a complete train wreck. But she's also a professional. You may not have that luxury as far as the people that you interview. And a lot of times I don't. Sometimes we've got people that are on our podcast. They have never been interviewed like this before. So you have to think about comfort. I'm going to tell you in a second about how we did that. Let me point one more thing that had to do with comfort that you're going to see in this video. It's the second thing we could have done better. That is lighting. Not that what we've got is really that bad. It's not like you walk into a dark room, looks like a heroin den. <laughs> It wasn't like that. If anything, we had too many lights in there, big fluorescent tubes above us. That is good because with fluorescent lighting, you do not have the heat that would be generated by a traditional light bulb. The downside is you've got the flickering of fluorescent that you may or may not notice. A lot of people notice it intuitively. It's just not as comfortable. But I bring it up to say, in relation to comfort, that fluorescent lighting if it looks like a doctor's office, that's what I think about when I think of fluorescent lighting. If it looks like an office complex, that same energy is going to go into your show. So with me standing there against the wall, there's sort of an intimidation factor there. Butterfly against the other wall, and she's maybe not really able to spread out because she's got an engineer on one side, a producer on the other side, and a camera guy in her face. There's sort of an intimidation factor. Again, you can see this. It's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. This is the fix. I'm not going to give you a problem without giving you the solution. One of our engineers noticed this. He said, oh, you know, this isn't working. This is not working. And I think this is because he was an observer. He's in there recording things, making sure everything gets mic'd up, listening to me, listening to the guest. I'm in there, you would think that I would notice it as the host. And this is one of the reasons that I'm bringing this up to you if you're the host. You may not be noticing this because one, you're in it all the time, but you're also in it in a different setting than everybody else. One person, that's your guest. The guest can really feel a lot of pressure because if the guest hasn't done it before, that's an issue. But it's all about the guest in a lot of ways. The guest wants to make a great impression. The guest has a lot of pressure to perform. 
if you had an engineer or a producer in the room with you, that person's a complete observer. Not thinking about the next question, not thinking about getting in and out of segments. I mean, maybe the producer would be, but not like you are. Doesn't have to voice it. My producer is like, yeah, just get out. Sometimes he's got suggestions, sometimes not. David, make sure you ID here. Okay. (laughs) But that's your issue to get in there and fix it, right? So you may not be noticing that there's an intimidation factor in your studio. That's all I'm saying. You may not be noticing that there is a discomfort level of your studio. So this engineer, to take it back to the guy who noticed this, a guy named Guy Fell, great guy. He said, man, let me look at this and see what I can do. Got me a nice chair to sit in, got the guest a nice chair to sit in. I come in, there's a side table next to the chair. I can kick back in the chair. The side table's got a lamp on it. Completely different vibe. Feels like a living room. And that's what we've been doing ever since. Anyway, something for you to think about. Maybe you don't have this situation that I had of the small room. Maybe you don't have the situation of the lighting. But what can we do to make our guests feel more at home? One of the things that I do most of the time, there are very few videos of us actually recording the show. We had this video done because Butterfly was performing. Sometimes we'll get performance videos. And some people are used to that. But one of the things that you can do if you're really concerned about comfort, turn the video off, man. That's one of the reasons that I like to do audio-only recording. And I got this from Terry Gross and some other people who do audio-only. Maybe they did it back in the day because that was all that was available to them. But a lot of these guys have kept it up because having a video camera in your face, then you feel really exposed. You're already worried about saying the wrong thing on audio. But now you got to look a certain way. Oh, is my makeup good? That fluorescent lighting, it's kind of harsh. It's not making me look really good. So that's something to look at too. What can you do to make your guests feel more at home? Lighting, space, some people smoke, vape, whatever. That's not necessarily a good thing. Do you have water? Can you offer your guest a water, coffee? Do what you can to make your guests feel comfortable. Let the guests know what's going to happen. This is one of the reasons that I like to do a pre-interview. When you do these things, and they're just little bitty things, five or six of them, you'll see a huge response from your guest and what your guest is able to deliver. Side note, I would love to know how you record, how you've changed, how you're recording, what you do for guest comfort. You can reach out to me. I've got the links to all the social media platforms that I'm on. T2, Blue Sky, Mastodon, all of them linked. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Podcast editor Descript buys recording service Squadcast. You've probably seen this story. It's been everywhere for the last few days. I've got two things to add, both of which I think are important to remember, both of which relate to you and your podcast. One, how great is it to see nice guys win? Rock and Zach from Squadcast. I've known those guys probably eight years. I started seeing them relatively soon after Squadcast came on the scene. Zach's father was a partner in Squadcast and he used to show up at all these events. So I knew him too. And you see these guys everywhere and they were so cool and they were great about developing something that podcasters really could benefit from. And they did the work. They put in their own money, blood, sweat, and tears, listened to podcasters, made Squadcast a better platform for podcasters to record with and connected with the script. I don't know the financial details of it. I'm just saying this. It's good to see good guys win. It's good to see independent companies coming online in the podcasting space. People using these companies, spending money with these companies. And for some, 
partnering with these companies. So good for these guys. I love seeing nice guys win. The second thing I want to mention is that there's still big opportunity in podcasting. A lot of people say, oh, podcasting is dead. Well, they say that every few years. And then they say, oh, podcasting is growing, whatever. <laughs> podcasting is not going anywhere. Audio content is not going anywhere. If anything, you've got a bigger opportunity when there's a downturn because you've heard the saying, even a turkey flies in a hurricane. Is that the saying? Whatever. <laughs> Basically, if there's a lot of wind blowing, if there's a lot of money raining down from heaven, even the numbskulls can do well. In the down markets, when everybody's saying podcasting is dead, when all the guys who didn't really commit to podcasting and weren't into podcasting in the first place are going away, that is your opportunity to build something up. And I think Squadcast was a great example of that. Squadcast came in and they came in at a pretty good time, but think about COVID hitting when we were not able to get together with people in person. Well, they were positioned to take advantage of that. And they did. That's not the only reason that platform has done well. Like I said, these guys were on the road, boots on the ground, listening to podcasters, constantly making a better product. But when COVID hit and we needed a remote platform, they were there to take advantage of that and help us get through that time. You've got to be ready for those opportunities when they arrive. Are you? Are you working on something? I want to know about it. I've talked about T2, Blue Sky, Mastodon. I'm on all these social networks. If you want to reach out to me, let me know what you're doing. I'm curious. If I can help you get the word out about it, I would love to do that. I like to see new people in the podcasting space and I want to help the nice guys win. So if you're in the podcasting space and you're a nice guy, do reach out. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. This will help your guest mic problem. This sounds easy and sounds obvious, but as I mentioned, a lot of people that we deal with in podcasting, especially on the guest side, a lot of them have never been a podcast guest. And because we're doing so many remote sessions, a lot of them are being forced to be engineers. So once you got your software down, what do you do about the hardware? A lot of people have no idea how to plug in a USB mic. That's the bottom line. And that is a problem for you if you've got a remote session. I got a solution to this problem. It is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. You're going to want to bookmark this for future use. It explains step-by-step -step how somebody can set up a recording, how your guests can set up a remote mic. It explains why it's important, which end to talk in, how to do the software settings, how to take the thing out of the box. I mean, it is very, very detailed, but it's easy to follow. Step one, step two, step three. There are written instructions and there are photographs. This is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Create an online radio podcast network. This is a big opportunity for you to grow your podcast and grow the niche and market that you are working in. Do you know how much it costs to have a broadcast radio station in a major U.S. market? I'll give you a hint. The license alone, the piece of paper from the FCC, those can be worth millions. Fortunately, we've got podcasting and we've got online radio. Online radio, you can set something up for 79 bucks. This is a great option for podcasters. Let me tell you how I would use it. You connect with other podcasters who talk about your same topic or niche. For example, this is a podcast on podcasting. I go to five other guys who have podcasts on podcasting. Second thing you do 
is you create a schedule that allows listeners to hear pre-recorded episodes of these podcasts. So it's just like a radio station. Same time each day, you've got Build a Big Podcast. Same time each day, you've got XYZ Podcast or ABC Podcast. You run it just like a radio station. All right, I know that David is going to be there 9 p.m. Eastern. I'm going to tune in. But it's not real radio, not broadcast radio. It's real radio as in an online stream. So you are there doing it just like radio. You can pre-record everything. And it feels like radio because a lot of people listen to radio, broadcast radio via an app. You're the same thing. Just broadcasting, not with a tower, but via the internet. Then what you do, this is the third step. You've got other podcasters that you've partnered with. Those other five podcasters, 10 podcasters. Look, I know guys doing this with 80 or 90 podcasts. You have them promote the station and then send traffic to the station. And it doesn't work like, hey, I'm not going to promote my podcast anymore. Only promote the station. Instead, it would be like, hey, you can get us on any podcast player. We are also syndicated on the Big Podcast Network at bigpodcast.com slash stream or whatever, however you want to do it. It's not that you're taking away from anything anybody else is doing. You're adding to that. You're letting them come together with other podcasters that you're putting together and you're creating your own network. This is how to do it. And again, super cheap, $79, not every month, $79 for life. I've got the software that lets you do it. It's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. When you set yours up, I want you to let me know about it. Like I said, I like to promote the nice guys. I like to promote what people are doing because it gets other people excited. It's like, oh man, Joe in Walla Walla, Washington, he set this thing up for dog trainers. And mentioning that inspires you to set up your own station because you see what Joe is doing, you see? So let me know what you're doing. T2, Blue Sky, Mastodon, however you want to reach out to me. I've got all the links and also link to this software to let you do it. 79 bucks, man. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Touch grass. Here's the joke. This is the comedy portion. (laughs) Cue my canned laughter. Let's try that again. Touch grass. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the joke. Beautiful day, isn't it? They say, referring to the weather. Sure is, I reply. Referring to my plans to stay inside a walk-in closet and record my podcast. (laughs) Is that a joke or is that our sad reality? Look, if you're doing this all the time, never getting outside, never living, your podcast is suffering. I saw this in music school. Music school not unlike living the life of a podcaster, like that eight by eight room that I'm talking about, the 64 square feet that we've got to do my radio show or the five by eight room that I'm in right now recording Build a Big Podcast. A lot of times in music school, you are sitting in a room like this. We call it a practice room. And this is because, you know, maybe you're in a dorm, apartments, you don't have access to a grand piano or a piano or a place where you can plug your guitar in, bring a tuba, you know. So they've got practice rooms and you get in a room you get a metronome, your sheet music in front of you, a chart, whatever you're working with, and you practice and you practice and you practice. And there were some amazing musicians who did this. They're in the six by six room all the time. They live there and they could give perfect performances, hitting their pieces note for note. But the thing that I noticed is the guys that were really in the industry, the non-academics, 
And I went to school with them too, believe me. (laughs) They were getting out and really, really living. I had some music theory classes. Dudes would not show up until the final exam. And on that day, you could tell they'd been out at the club till 3 or 4 a.m., completely exhausted. I got to take this exam. But they would pass with flying colors. Me, on the other hand, I was struggling, man. I was struggling. Why were they able to do that? Well, they were putting this stuff into practice, man. They were on stages every single night, putting it into practice. And they knew actually how to use this stuff, not just the theory behind it. They also knew how to connect with an audience. So these guys in the six by six room, playing that piece, running through scales, whatever they were doing, you know, they could play it note for note, but it came off robotic, man. As opposed to the guy in the club, the guy who's out living, writing a song about it, bringing that energy and emotion into the performance. Those were the guys that connected. And the same thing for you. We got to get out and we got to be able to connect with people, especially if you're doing any kind of interview work. You've got to be able to talk the language of the people that you're interviewing. I talked about comfort, comfort in your studio, lighting, space, physical elements that bring comfort to your guest. But there's also the vibe that you bring. If it feels like an interrogation, what's your guest going to do? Clam up, man. Stop talking to you. You got to make it feel like it's fun, like you're somebody they can trust. And you want to be somebody they can trust. How? By getting out and living. Don't get me wrong. You've got to do the work to be a great podcaster. But not all of that work is in the studio. Not all of it is behind a computer. Get out and live, man. Touch grass. I got more thoughts on this written. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. What non-podcasting work are you doing to be a better host? I want to know. Reach out to me. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com has all the social media links. That is the best way to do it. I've got some classified ads for you, things that I think will help you in your podcast. Swell AI automates writing, podcast summaries, articles, social posts, and more. You can manage multiple shows on one dashboard. Build custom templates for each show. If you're looking to speed up your podcast production process, That's a great help. It connects with Google Drive, Dropbox, and Zoom. The moment you are done recording your podcast, the audio is transferred to Swell AI. And Swell AI, again, automated episode notes. If you hate that element of doing your podcast, it's done for you. It's not perfect. I mean, you're gonna have to edit it. You gotta do the work. But it's gonna do the bulk of the work for you. It is incredible. You can get started for free. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Audio. Thousands of high-quality songs for you to use in your podcast. The music that you hear on Build a Big Podcast, some of it is from audio. Audio is right down the street from me here in Nashville, Tennessee. They've got accomplished songwriters and producers that make great music for podcasts, for videos. And they've got exclusive deals with music that you cannot find anywhere else. There's thousands of songs. You want to hear them? See if there's something for you. I've got everything linked. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Hey, I want to help you even more, and here's how I can do it. If you like the newsletter, you're going to love Big Podcast AMP, AMP, Audio Monetization Program. This is a personal coaching program that I have designed to help you do three things. One, grow your podcast audience. Two, get people talking about your podcast. And three, make more money with your podcast. If you're interested, I've got everything linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Check it out. If you've got questions, do reach out to me. Happy to answer them for you. Newsletter.bigpodcast. Thank you for listening. If you want to make sure that you never miss an episode of Build a Big Podcast, the audio editions of Big Podcast Insider, and the other episodes that I've got here, all of them in service of helping you to build a big podcast, this is how to subscribe. 
bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. I've got three buttons there for you. Pick one of them, depending on how you listen to your podcast. One for iPhone, one for Android devices. I've got an RSS feed for you. One click is all it takes for you to subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. If you want to scan a QR code, I got you covered there too. You can subscribe to the podcast without ever touching a button. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe is how to do that. Go there now before you forget, and I'll see you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.